0: Uchuka really celebrates the river. Not all places do. It's part of their story, but we celebrate it. And I like that. We celebrate it in different ways, whether it's businesses like the, the houseboats, whether it's the paddle steamers. But we're also a gateway to those huge forests and lake systems of the Gunbau Perakuta and the, and the Balmumalua lakes. And go up there and they are our own little version of Kakadu. Every bit is beautiful. So there's stuff that we have which we just don't realise. I've been kayaking since I was 16. I've done two big trips on the Murray. One from Bringenbrong Bridge which is up in the upper Murray above the Hume and that down to Togoolwa at the Murray Mouth. So. That one I did in a couple of stages, but it was basically 2012, Again in 2012, And then I did another uh, trip down the Murray in 2016. I, I did that from the Hume Weir in Albury down to Lua again. The first trip was actually um, health reasons. Nothing really seemed to help. So I, I thought maybe if I do a big endurance trip like this, it'll kickstart my system and uh, get me healthy again. And it did. The second trip was actually motivated by the first, because the first one, I was writing a blog all my way down, and, um, and sort of just trying to learn about the, the places that I went through. And whilst I learned a lot, at the end I had so many questions that weren't answered that I, that I ended up studying it, and it became the reason for doing a PhD. I, so I studied science, no. I studied botany and zoology, and I for years I actually did voluntary work, because there weren't many paying jobs back then. And so I did, yes, I did... A, a, a series of years where I, where I uh, worked in science, but again, very hard to get a job, so things went different ways and eventually I became a teacher, and so I've been teaching for 15 years in Echuca now, and my focus is our natural environment. My hope is that we'll understand what, what the river needs, how, with the limited resources we've got, we can end up with the best, um, best outcomes for all. The second trip was a research trip, so um, I actually photographed the river from top to bottom every 250 meters. It's the only study I know of that length, 2,200 km. I had a limited amount of time; I had to take time off work, and so I had to do it in a sort of time window. And it just so happened that I was in flood on that second trip. So not only was it a um, a trip down the whole length of the river in one one go, but it was during flood conditions, and that. Uh, that's never been done. It's 52 days including breaks. If we talk about just paddling days, it's probably about 40. But I say 52 because I think you've actually got to take the breaks. If you don't call into the towns and you don't talk to the people, you miss out on the local stories. Or you can pick that up from the people working at the servos or the shops or at the pub. It's part of the journey. We've got that patch of water that flows past us and, and sometimes we even think, hey, going past us, there's heaps of water. We don't realise that it's actually used all the way along, the needs of the different communities all the way along. And so later I did more trips. I paddled from um, Lake Eildon on the Goulburn down through Tuca, and then I paddled Picnic Point up to Denilquin on the Edwards, and I did hay down to the Murray uh, on, on the Murrumbidgee. But my favourite is the Murray, and if I could, I would do this journey every year. It's just amazing, it's just so beautiful. And we get to know our section and we start to think the whole river's like that. But when you do a big trip like this, you realise how it changes. And every day you start to see something different. Despite living on a river, growing up on a river, being on the river all throughout the year. I realised when you're in flood, the water goes right up to the top of the high bits and you're looking down into the forest and seeing the water flow slowly into it and it coming to life and full of flowers, everywhere, flowers. It's just beautiful. Up in the high country, it's in a deep valley, you've got green green fields coming in, you, you, your banks build up as you, you go through different sections, you open out onto Lake Mulwala, you come into the Barma Forest when you're actually at the same level as the banks which is incredible again, you might see brumbies, things like that. It splits up then, comes back together way down past Thon Hill, at that point it widens out into a huge river and it doesn't become small again. It's like 200 meters wide and then just after that you come to the gorge country where it goes through about 300 kilometers of cliffs 30 meters high either side and as the water laps against it it echoes and the the cockies sit in little hollows that they've chewed out of the rock when i've been on the water and it's happened in multiple places and in the early morning when the sun is coming up and the whole surface of the river is covered in mist and the sun rays shine through that mist, and it's just magical. These days I've turned into one of those people who support other people paddling. There are actually more and more people doing the, the length of the river. It used to be like one a year or one every two years. Now we've got, um, we might have one a week. When I'm advising people, I, I always talk safety. So you have to make sure that you um, you don't injure yourself, that you don't you have to choose good campsites where a tree branch is not going to drop on you. You've got to make sure you, you, you look after your health. With the hiking, hiking you're actually always busy. You, you don't tend to get bored because <laughs> you've, you've got to still paddle that boat, steer. But I think actually training, it, it's not as necessary as you think. So long as you do what feels right for you on the day. If you can't train, not so important.